Stop what you're doing and hold on tight because you are in for another ride on the Mark Talk train. We'll work on that. We're, I'm, I'm workshopping stuff. It's fine. Don't worry about it. How are you doing? Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. How's it going? Everything good? I hope so. Because uh, all is not well in the nerd community. And it's time to uh, have a discussion about it. And by discussion, I mean it's time to rant about it. And I know I'm just just another uh, nameless dude in the ether ranting about things that uh, ultimately don't matter. But they're things I enjoy and they're things that I care about. And the nerdosphere is something I care about. And when things are going awry... It opens the ears, and it makes uh, you know it makes it tur- it turns the gears in the brain, and you know I have thoughts, and sometimes those thoughts need to be verbalized. I guess I'm just trying to find some peace and understanding about the state of things in a particular medium. So with that, it's time to talk about what the hell is going on with DC. I mean, for real. What's going on with DC? To clarify, we lost whom I consider the best on-screen presence, physically speaking. And, you know, just just, just, just in the looks department, uh, even in the acting department the best on-screen presence of Batman that we've ever gotten in Ben Affleck. I've talked about it before. I'll die on that hill alone if I have to. I don't care. But I loved his Batman. But he's out. He's out, and you know, there's... It turns out he's probably been out for a while. He looked like he was looking for a way out for quite a bit. And now we kind of have an understanding as to why. See, Ben joined based on the conversation and the visions that he had. Uh, well, the conversations he had based with Zack Snyder and Zack's vision for uh, where he wanted the DC uh, universe, as it were, to go. Uh, starting with uh, Man of Steel, that led into Batman v Superman. Say what you want about it, it's fine. I personally enjoy that movie, the Ultimate Edition. Is it the greatest superhero movie? No, not at all. It could have been. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But the thing is, it was a lot of setup for what was to come. And frankly, what Snyder was giving us about what was to come in the not-too-distant future, I was on board for a lot of good came from Batman vs Superman. People people don't really uh, give Zack a lot of credit, and he deserves all the credit for making it happen. And and a lot of good came from it. As I said, we got the best on-screen Batman I think we've ever gotten, uh, at least for now. That's no disrespect to Christian Bale, Michael Keaton. No disrespect to them at all. I just think. Affleck 
is the physical embodiment, at least based on what we got, I think, I mean, that's, that's my Batman. A bit older, and then they played him even older, you know, so very much Dark Knight Returns era Batman, fine, whatever, still pretty damn good. Zack gave us that. Zack also cast Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. And we were all screaming at the void, saying, "We, who is this person? This, this, this woman? Eh, can she even act? She looks like a model. Oh, she was in a Fast and Furious movie. Well, that, so what? She's not going to be good at all. Some people think her appearance in BVS is the best part of the movie. And, you know, need I go on about the Wonder Woman film? It was fantastic. She was fantastic. But that doesn't happen without Snyder casting her. Aquaman made over a billion dollars worldwide because people love Jason Momoa. And I liked Aquaman a lot. I got every... Was it cheesy? Yes. But it was supposed to be. It's really hard to take a character like Aquaman seriously, even though they did. And even though I believe you should take Aquaman seriously because he can bring a lot to the table. And that is Zack Snyder's mentality. That is why he cast Jason Momoa as this guy. Because you're not going to laugh at that Aquaman, this big behemoth of a man. You're not going to laugh at that guy. You're not going to make fun of him. Even when he puts on the uh, the orange and green suit. Are you laughing at him? Well, you might. But then he looks at you and you go, Okay, yeah, I'm not laughing at you, bro. I'm laughing with you. <laughs> You're not going to mess with that guy. That's all Zack Snyder. And so on and so on. And the more the guy keeps putting out uh, you know, promotional, look like art behind the scenes stuff, and uh, uh, you know, shares some visions of what he had planned. I mean, with with Dark Side coming up in in Justice League, Justice League was supposed to be two movies that were gonna you know have a through line with BVS, but we didn't get it, and we'll never get it because the people at Warner Brothers decided you know what? Nah. We don't think the fans are going to be into it. You should change it. You should make it more fun and lighthearted. Make it more Marvel. And therein lies the rub. You can't make DC like Marvel because they are fundamentally two different... I mean, they're obviously two different brands, but it's two different universes. I mean, it's they're not the same. The only thing they have in common is that it deals with superheroes living in the world. But see, the difference is Marvel is very much, here are regular people with extraordinary abilities trying to make it in the world. In DC, here are a pantheon of gods living amongst mortal people. And even Batman is put in that category. Just, I mean, he's world's greatest detective. He dresses like a bat. He has a reputation. 
of being otherworldly anyway. So yeah, you, you put him in that pantheon. That's the difference. And you know, if you need more, think about all the fictional cities that uh, the DC superheroes reside in. It's it's all fictional cities because it's fantasy based, it's mythology based. Whereas Marvels, they're they're trying to make it seem like here are superheroes in the real world. Fine. And the MCU found that formula for its movies. You can also be a lot more lighthearted and fun with those movies because, well, ultimately it's a ridiculous idea, the superheroes in our real world. And with DC, they just, uh, you know, I don't know that they've found, they've, I don't know that they've unlocked the secrets there. I personally love Man of Steel, and I thought that was a good stepping stone. I thought that was a good start. It should have been. I enjoyed Shazam. But here's the thing, and this is this is the part about Shazam and Aquaman that I was sort of uh, I was I'm starting to see now what they want. They want to make it lighthearted and fun, and that's fine. That's especially fine for Shazam. It should be lighthearted and fun, but it's still got you still got to deal with some real issues here because this is a kid imbibed with power of the gods. Literally. A kid who's who's put into a an adult body, a superpowered adult body, and now he's got to be a responsible superhero for you know, he's got to be a protector of the world. And he's just a kid. That's heavy. That's heavy stuff to deal with. Aquaman, while I liked it because I got everything I needed from an Aquaman movie in this in this one film, it was still a little too cheeky. And it's because the people at Warner Brothers really wanted to they want to Marvel Marvelify. That's a word, right? They want to make it more Marvel-esque. And that's just not the way to do it. And now we have another Batman film on the horizon. Finally, it's uh, it's it's moving forward. But guess what? It's going to be a new Batman. And probably not going to connect with any of our other characters. We're recasting Batman. I did an episode a little while back about uh, the casting rumors for Batman. And who, uh, among the, uh, the short list, whom would I like to see? Or who I thought would be a good uh, choice. And the choice is in, officially. We've got Robert Pattinson. That's right. R. Pats himself is our new Batman. The young Batman, according to uh, the director, Matt Reeves, we're going to get a Batman who is uh, not a veteran. Not seasoned yet. He's not weathered. He's uh, he's still learning the ropes. If I had to take a guess, this is probably like uh, Batman Year 2. You know, he's, or maybe three. He's only been doing it a little while. We are going to see him become the world's greatest detective. He's not there yet. We get to see his progress. I'm excited to see what that looks like. And yeah, I'm excited to see uh, what Robert Pattinson brings to the role. I think he's going to turn a lot of heads. I think he's going to change a lot of minds. There are still people out there 
And I implored them, in that last episode, I implored them to watch other things. But they are still convinced he's only the guy from the Twilight movies. He has left that far behind. I am telling you. You need to watch Good Time. He's amazing in the rover, apparently. I haven't watched that movie. You gotta watch all of his indies. He, like, made a run in the indie circuit. And it's pretty fantastic. So I'm excited, and I trust the uh, I trust the filmmaker Matt Reeves. If you've seen the uh, the last two uh, Planet of the Apes movies he did, those are incredible. God, those are so good. I think he can bring a lot to the table, something to be excited about, and I am excited. But I'm bummed out. Because what does this mean now for the overall uh, DC universe? Are we just... And now Warner Brothers is is starting to uh, lean towards the whole... You know what? We're not going to connect our movies. We're not going to have a a, a cinematic universe. We're going to just let these things be standalone. Well, where's the fun in that? And here's the problem with DC in the, the film universe... They don't have they don't have a guide. They don't have a Kevin Feige, the president of of Marvel, who runs the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All that through lines, it's all him. He's the puppet master. DC doesn't have that. They've tried Zack Snyder was gonna be that guy, but uh, they just, uh, I don't know, they just, they kind of, they gave up on it. They gave up on the vision. They didn't let it play out. I really wish they had. But, okay. So now we have standalone movies, uh, but we've already established that uh, these characters, since, since Justice League happened, we've already acknowledged that Hey, that's that's in canon. They mentioned the events of Justice League in in the Aquaman movie. Uh, there was a uh, a particular cameo, kind of. There was a kind of cameo of a of another hero of Justice League in the movie Shazam. Not to mention in the trailers we see uh, 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 one of the characters who's a superhero fanboy, and he's got all all kinds of. Uh, Merchandise, or uh, <laughs> I almost said relics, but he's got he he's got stuff. He's got a battering, the one that Affleck uses. He's got a bullet that you know bounced off of Superman's chest. And now we're getting a sequel to Wonder Woman. Great, awesome. It's gonna take place in the eighties. Cool. It's not going to be a sequel to the first Wonder Woman. Wait, what? Yeah, it's just going to be a, just a different story. A story by itself. Okay. Why? I don't know. Just because. Alright. So, we're going to get basically the same movie, just in a different era? I don't get it. I don't get why that's that was the decision. But in this case, 
director Patty Jenkins gets some leniency because, well, she gave us a damn good movie in that first Wonder Woman. It's damn good. It's probably, uh, well, it's not my personal favorite of the DC, uh, the worlds of DC movies that we've gotten. I still think Man of Steel is incredible. And I know I'm not alone on that. There are others that agree. But I do think Wonder Woman's at least number two. At least. But I don't understand why we can't uh, just pretend like they're connected. And now we've got a Joker movie that has... It's just like a completely different thing. It's, it's a... You know... Has no connection to... The, the other movies. It has no connection to any of the comic book stories. It's, it's its own thing. I'm still confused by why, why, why a Joker movie anyway? You don't get Joker. It's a Joker movie without Batman. Like Batman, I think, I don't, I, maybe Bruce Wayne is in it, but no Batman. And as far as we know, no mention of Batman. Like, Batman doesn't exist, I don't think, in this movie. Well, what kind of sense does that make? Batman and Joker are the yin and yang. They're the two sides of the coin. You don't get one without the other. Doesn't make any sense to me. And I get that uh, they want to try something different here. They want to tell a story about a, a villain and not have to worry about the hero angle. Okay, great. So we're basically just going to watch a movie where a guy goes insane and we're supposed to root for him? I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, even Taxi Driver. Is Travis Bickle insane? Yeah. But he's not doing. He's not. You know. He's 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 an antihero. That's what. It's a story about an antihero. So we root for him because his heart's in the right place, but his mind is out in Jupiter. Joker is not like that at all. Joker is on Jupiter, and then he just keeps on going. So I don't understand what this movie's supposed to be. Eh, we'll find out. And to top it all off, the DC Universe app. It's a great streaming service. We get uh, we get all kinds of DC movies and TV shows from the past. We get new content. And they were doing really, really well with uh, Titans is what it is. Um, I'm still kind of iffy on it. But I was excited to hear about uh, what they're going to do for season two. But Doom Patrol. Boy, I didn't see that coming. What? It's one of the best shows in the television atmosphere right now. The ether, if you will. It's amazing. Doom Patrol is amazing. I mean, if I... That alone, I tell people, is like... You get the app just for that show. You won't regret it. It's fantastic. 
But the show I was most excited about that DC Universe was going to uh, bring to us was Swamp Thing. Because I am a big, massive fan of Swamp Thing, particularly the Alan Moore run from the 80s. Uh, The Saga of Swamp Thing by Alan Moore. It's incredible. Uh, Amazing stories. Uh, It's... You get everything. You get horror. You get death. You get love. You get uh, magic, sorcery, nature. It's everything, man. It's 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 just beautiful storytelling, written by you know a master storyteller. Alan Moore is one of the greats, if not the great. And they were gonna do a TV show on the DC Universe app. That was going to take a lot of influence from that run. So I said, yay, do it. I am excited to see it. And no sooner than the first episode dropped, the announcement that they canceled it. And why? That was a mystery for a while, but ultimately it buckles down to this. They didn't get a, a tax break from North Carolina because the somebody got the pages stuck together. But long story short, budget problems. Didn't want to throw any more money into it. Even though this is a very uh, visually heavy show, it requires money. They didn't want to do it. Because what it boils down to is they didn't necessarily believe in the show. Which baffles me. It completely baffles me. You had James Wan, a guy who just came off of a billion dollar movie in Aquaman, who's been in a, pro- a producer and director for the Conjuring series. He gave us Saw. People like his Fast and Furious movie. The guy's talented, and he's producing this show. And you're saying you don't believe in it? You didn't want to throw a little more money just so the show could finish the way it should have? And you just cancel it out of nowhere? After the first episode drops, which, by the way, got astoundingly great reviews. I... And you cancel it. What are you doing? Above that, the DC Universe app isn't even available uh, internationally, which, there's your problem. There's your problem right there. You don't have enough money to produce this content you're you're, uh, announcing every other day? Well, maybe branch your app out to other places that want to see this stuff. I don't get why you don't do that. And I don't get how... Swamp Thing gets canceled, but you're still going forward with Titans, which I, at best, was lukewarm about. And I'm still confused as to why... I don't know where that show's going. And this is coming from a guy who's a big fan of the stuff. And I don't know where that story's going. But you canceled Swamp Thing after it was already 
people were praising it. They, everyone says, yeah, more of this. And you fucking canceled it. Because you didn't want to give it a little more money. Because some idiot got your pages stuck together and you didn't get your 40 million tax break. You're Warner Brothers. You have all the money in the world next to Disney. Throw the money at it. James Wan's producing it. He just made you a billion dollars with Aquaman. Don't tell me you didn't have the money. You didn't believe in the show. You didn't believe in it. You didn't believe in it, and you didn't want it to go forward because you said, eh, who cares? Nobody likes it. Except for literally everyone who watched that first episode loved it. I really enjoyed it. But I just... See, now my excitement for the rest of the show is tempered. Because why bother? It's just like Netflix dropped Jessica Jones Season 3 last weekend. Did I watch it? No. Will I watch it? I don't know. Where's my incentive to watch it when I know that uh, it was canceled before it dropped? Why bother? You know? It's ending. Because it was forced to end. And I'm still mad that uh, they gave us an incredible third season of Daredevil only to cancel all the Netflix stuff immediately afterwards. And, oh my God, season four was going to be so cool. I know it was going to be cool based on what they set up at the end of season three. So I'm still mad. I'm still bitter. I'm still bitter about that. And Jessica Jones, unfortunately, after season two, I go, I don't know if I want to do this much more. So now we have the third season, final season, and I I have no incentive to watch it because I don't care. So now do I want to watch Swamp Thing knowing that it's it when it ends, it ends? Will I care? I don't know if any other studio is going to pick it up. I wish to God they would, but I just don't think it's going to happen. So I got to, you know get involved with one season of a show that may or may not be incredible just to realize that oh look it ended and that's not a very good ending because there's no resolve because it was supposed to go into another season but it won't Ugh. it's sad it's heartbreaking and it's sad are there ways to keep that show going even if it's more of a uh, guest spot capacity? Sure. They say they're bringing back the, the live-action Constantine show. That remains to be seen. But if that does happen, and it goes over pretty well, then, uh, well, maybe we get Swamp Thing that way. But I wanted Swamp Thing... I wanted his show. I wanted that show. Finally, I was getting that show. And then they're just... What is going on with DC? I guess the better question is, what is going on with Warner Brothers? Like, do they... They just... They don't... The short answer is this. They don't know. They don't have a clue. They don't have a plan. They're just... 
they're announcing stuff to throw into the ether, hoping people will like it, will love it, will want more of it. And then when it doesn't reach a particular number, they just give up. They don't let it play out. They don't let it breathe. They don't promote. Their promotional... uh, the, The promotional campaign for all of these shows is garbage. Like, Swamp Thing finally got trailers when it was a week away from from premiering. Like, why would you do that? It was kind of the same for Titans, and that, that Titans trailer wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. Doom Patrol, like, barely, barely had anything. It was, like I said, the week before it dropped is when we started seeing some uh, some trailers and stuff. Thankfully, that show is just, is just incredible. But now I wonder, do everyone at Warner Brothers in DC think it's incredible? Even though that's the one show keeping that app alive right now? I'm assuming. I'm just waiting for the announcement where they say, you know what, we're canceling Doom Patrol, but we're going forward with Titans, even though that show's meh at best. It's frustrating. It's frustrating because the potential for amazing stories, it's all there. I know it's there because I've read them. You've read them. You've heard about them. I mean, they, they've given us great stories before. They brought back Young Justice, which is an incredible show. It's animated, but it's incredible. And then there are talks that the app is just going to, uh, they're just going to, they're just going to let it die. They're just going to let it die. Like, why would you do that? The, the the potential for this app could have been amazing, and it was going to be amazing, but you just, you got to stick with it. You got to let it grow. You think Netflix was popular by day one? No, they had to let it grow and breathe. They had to keep twerk, uh, not twerk, <laughs> tweaking it. They figured out uh, streaming is better than renting a disc. And now that's their platform. They are, now they are just there on high. I just don't understand the mentality over at those offices. I just don't. I don't get it. I don't get what's going on with DC. And I just. I need somebody to put their arms around me, and hold me, and say everything's gonna be okay. Because I don't think it's gonna be okay. But I don't know. We don't know. None of us know. And that's what's the most troubling, is the fact that we just don't know. We don't know what they're thinking. We don't know what they're planning. I'll be honest with you, I don't think they're planning anything. We're not getting Warner Brothers at all in uh, at Comic-Con this year. Like, first time, I think, ever they're pulling out. They're just not going to be there. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they don't have a clue. They don't have a plan. They don't have uh, anything slated. 
they've rolled cameras on birds of prey, so that's that's happening, I guess. They filmed Wonder Woman 84. Great. You could have brought that. You could have brought a trailer or something. But no. You could have brought, uh, you know, you could have brought Matt Reeves to just talk about uh, what he's got planned for Batman. Just a little bit. Just give us something. Bring in some uh, promotional art. Some concept art. Something like that. Give us an update on the status quo of your DC Universe app. But no, they're not going to do any of that. Because they're not going to be there. And that's fine, I guess. Because uh, Marvel will be there. And I'm sure they'll have a great presentation. And I look forward to reading about that and uh, uh, just following the coverage. But as for DC, get your shit together. Just get it together. I don't... I don't... <laughs> I'm passionate. I'm a passionate fan. And when you're a passionate fan, you you speak what's on your mind. You say things. You, you, you vent your frustrations. And that's what this show's all about. Maybe I should change the name to Mark Rant. I joked about that on Twitter, but I'm, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> The answer to my question, what is going on with DC? Nobody knows. They don't know. It's clear they don't know. They're winging it. They're just throwing shit out there. They're they're throwing noodles at the wall and hoping that they stick. Well, you lost your best on-screen Batman. You've lost your Superman. God, don't... Here comes another rant. I don't understand how you lose your Superman. Henry Cavill is an amazing Superman. You gotta let him be the amazing Superman that he can be. But you didn't let him have his journey. And the guys, the the guy is enthusiastic about playing the character. I mean, he, he named his damn dog Cal for God's sakes. He keeps himself in amazing shape and condition because he's so used to having the Superman look now. He reads the comics. He's a nerd. He's one of us. And he was passionate about playing Superman. I mean, that was that was his life. And you just you just took it away from him by telling him, "Hey, eh, we got no plans for you." got no plans for you. Superman's the DC staple. He's the poster boy. He's the most famous superhero in the entire world. Everyone knows what Superman is. Superman and Batman are the most popular characters uh, in pop culture probably ever. And you had a guy who was your perfect representation of Superman. And you just drop the ball by saying, we got no plans. So the guy's like, well, I'm not going to stay out of work. I'm going to get another job. So he did. And then you're like, well, now we really got no plans for you because you went off and did this Netflix show. What, what, what the hell was the guy supposed to do? 
So now I don't know. I maybe uh, maybe Wonder Woman's now the face of DC. That fine. I'm fine with that. Give us just keep giving us good stories. Figure out your Superman thing later. But I, I'll be honest with you. It's kind of like uh, the Robert Pattinson thing. I'm excited to see what he does, and that'll be easier because he, he's going to be a younger Batman Bruce Wayne. Um, and it's not going to be connected, so it'll be it'll be easier to transition. But I tell you, you know, he's still going to have that sting for me about, well, you're not Affleck. And whoever they replace Superman with, whoever they get to be the new Superman... It's just going to have that bad sting of, well, you're not Henry Cavill. I just don't understand how you screw that up. I don't know what the future is for the other heroes. Uh, We're probably not getting a Flash movie. Uh, Ezra Miller's probably most certainly out. Uh, Same for Ray Fisher as Cyborg, probably. Momoa, I would be very surprised if they are able to keep him around. But we'll see. If they lose Gal, then that's that's just that's it's over. Just <laughs> just just sell off sell off all the DC prop. Just sell it off. Fuck it, give it to Disney. Just just sell it. Cuz you don't know what to do with it. Oh boy. Anyway, it's exhausting. It's exhausting thinking about this, and I just just want some answers, and that's that's what's so baffling is that I know I will never get these answers. Maybe we can hope someday in the not-too-distant future, sooner rather than later, I hope, someone will go over there, take the reins, and go, I'm steering this ship now. Shut your mouths, stay out of my way, and let me do this, because you guys don't know how. I hope and pray someone does it. Not just anyone, but someone who cares. Someone who cares about not what the, not what the numbers are going to be, not what your profits are going to be, not how you market it. Someone who cares about telling good stories with these characters. That's what Kevin Feige has done with Marvel. Just saying. And that's not me saying, be more like Marvel. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, find someone who can steer the ship. Oh, Captain, my Captain, where art thou, Captain? So anyway, the weekend is upon us. Be merry, have fun, live free, and enjoy yourself. I hope this rant was uh, as uh, therapeutic for you as it was for me. I still got a bunch of stuff in my head just kind of rattling. Of just, just Mainly it's just a, a long series of why. <laughs> why, why, why? I'm going to be bitter about this Swamp Thing uh, ordeal for a while. I'm going to be bitter when I see 
whoever they replace Cavill with as Superman. I am excited to see what Matt Reeves does with Batman. We'll see. We'll talk more about it. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. But until then, we've got uh, we've got some some Marvel stuff coming up. I'm sure I'm going to be talking about it. Comic Con is upon us very soon. Not only that, speaking of conventions, your boy here will be at Con of Thrones, the Game of Thrones convention. That's only a couple years old. It's uh, still relatively new, but now this is the con that is post the show. So I have a feeling this one's going to be pretty wild. I am excited to meet people that I've uh, I've come into contact with via you know Twitter, Instagram, and etc. I'm excited to talk, be among friends because it's a convention, it's a celebration of this thing we love. I'm excited to be amongst people, you know, my people, as it were. We're not going to be bitching about. Uh, oh, the ending was so meh, meh, meh. Whatever. No. No. We're celebrating the fact that this show brought us so much joy. It broke our hearts. Made us angry. Made us happy. It consumed us. And I'm excited to uh, shake the hands of a few celebrities while I'm at it. But mostly to connect with the people. I will be there. I'm going to try my best to see if I can uh, maybe get an episode in while while attending. Maybe record on the go. We'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, hopefully, some exciting stuff coming up. Where's that? Where that is concerned? Definitely some exciting things to talk about later. I am gonna fret not. There are a few of you that asked me about. Fanfic Fridays. Are, am I? Are you bringing those back? Like, yes, I'll bring them back if you really want me to read off uh, fanfictional uh, <laughs> fanfiction characters that I've created within the uh, particular ethers. It'll happen. I promise. So this uh, that'll that'll about wrap this one up. Thank you once again. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark the Bat or go to the podcast Instagram which is Mark Talk Podcast. So that one's still uh you know it's 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 still growing that one. But uh give it a follow. Stay up to date. You'll never miss an episode, never miss an announcement if you follow those places. Uh and uh yeah if you follow me on on Twitter and you'll probably find out about some of the other things I'm doing, uh including the uh uh, full Metal Media Movie Trivia Leagues I'm in, the uh, the Battleground Leagues, and a lot of fan leagues, and it's all leading up to me one day appearing on the Movie Trivia Schmodown. Check that out while you're at it. And above all, good talk.